The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Ambar Garcia, Brian Broaddus, Patrick Walker, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, December 1st, 2023, season 19, episode number 80. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star, and today we talk about the Cowboys' win over the Seattle Seahawks. They win 41-35 to in a barn burner. I don't think any of us expected that kind of performance. I don't know. I don't remember all the scores, but, man, it was a lot of scoring. I had them winning uh, by three. But was it that many points, though? I didn't have it that many points. I had, uh, yeah, I don't think any of us thought that they were yeah, going to get no. that high. Like there were no punts in this game. Zero. No punts in this game. Brian so, Anger didn't have to shower. Yeah, like, it's free money. Exactly. It's free. So, money. Uh, so it was. It was an insane game. I had a good time watching it, um, and we're going to break it down for you guys. Let you know what we thought, what right and went right and wrong for the Cowboys. We'll start where we always start the day after a game. Storylines of the game, Patrick. Let's start with you. Um, let's go ahead and piss off some Dak Prescott haters. Um, not only does he deserve to be in the MVP conversation, uh, he had already deserved to be that going into this game. But after this game in which your defense struggled and we had questions on, you know, did we have confidence that this Cowboys offense can win a game for you when the defense is having a bad day? The answer is now yes. Dak Prescott has shown and he did it against not only a team that's above 500 or was above 500 but we talked about how the Seahawks secondary was probably arguably the best secondary Dak Prescott would face and he basically took them to task for the process of four quarters um comeback another comeback win for Dak Prescott you talk about the escapability he gets out of that sack to to find Tolbert for the twinkle toes catch him 17 yards who does that Dak Prescott does that. When he was blitzed, 7 of 8 for 77 yards and a touchdown. Can't blitz him. They went to zone after seeing him dissect man coverage over the past several weeks. 80% zone coverage uh, run by the Seahawks. What did Dak Prescott do? 26 of 34, 256 yards, 3 touchdowns, 0 interceptions, 127 uh, passer rating. Last seven games, 21, 2,200 uh, yards, 21 touchdowns to only two interceptions. Right now he leads the league in touchdowns. He only has six interceptions. That means he leads the league in interception percentage as well. And I could go on and on, but also just watch the film, watch the games in addition to what the numbers are saying. And if you still cannot climb from under that rock, if your eye test is still failing you, then by all means, go invest in some LASIK because you're not seeing the game as you should be seeing it. Dak Prescott was surgical last night. He was everything the Cowboys needed him to be. The defense needed him to carry them on a bad day at the office. He did exactly that. There was nothing, I should say, few things that he would want back. The throw were there, the decisiveness was there, the escapability was there, and Dak Prescott, uh, let me get him for MVP right now. Let me do it. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess it's my turn. Y'all are sure. looking at me. I'll have a quick venting you, session. You at the buzzers, that's why. Yeah. Get you, yeah. I'll have a quick uh, venting session oh, because, yeah, I'm trying to be fast. I get nervous. No, you know, people are just... <sighs> 
I'm a lady, hold on. Um, people, <laughs> I'm people, a lady. <laughs> people right. are just like <laughs> annoying the crap out of me today on social media because what, first it was all right. Well, let's see if mm. they can beat a good team. Let's see if they can beat Seattle. Sure. That's the next one. Oh. Hold on. All of a sudden, Seattle is not a good team. What are you talking about? The refs gave that game away to Dallas. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Well, they're playing at home. I'm like, shut up. No, no, no. No, go, no, go no, 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 no. Derek will kick me out of the show. Hell. You no, could have said shut no. the hell up. Um, <laughs> go for it. Just, it's so frustrating because when it's not one thing, it's another. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Like, you're um, the saying of like you're only as good as your record shows. That's true, but at the same time, something else can be true. You can still be a team that gives you a lot of trouble and makes you really, really work, and still not come off with the win for that team. You know, for example, Seattle. We saw it. We saw a lot of the things that you broke down, Brian, on the scouting report. Mm -hmm. They are a good team. Very. They are. They have talented players. So stop talking about <laughs> this. Like, well, they're not a good team. Let's see what happens with Philly. Oh, y'all barely won that game. It, it barely came off the win. Well, guess what? Plenty of other teams, Eagles, have barely won many other games. So that's just the NFL. So, like, freaking come back with a valid argument. That's just what's frustrating. I just get upset when it's like, now you prove what you've been talking about. But they they just won't shut up and get off my get off my social media like get quit em. commenting on my get stuff em. get away like get yeah. but uh, or no just keep doing it you give me views you give me engagement sure <laughs> let's, let's just make a business out of it but um, anyways <laughs> I just wanted to let that out that game was fun it was really fun to watch it it was so head to head. There are a lot of things that we watched that you don't necessarily like. Some of the troubles that they had on defense. Penalties. Penalties. Um, discipline. Penalties. And, and a lot of things that you should fix. But at the same time, when you see such a head-to-head -head game, just going back and forth, just seeing how well Dak was throwing the ball, the, some of those long passes, those great catches, that that's fun. Yes. That's a fun game to watch, and obviously a lot more fun when they come out with a win. Every time I watch Tank Lawrence play, it reminds me how much I love him as a player. Mm -hmm. And when you start to talk about complete players and guys that have the ability to play the run in the pass, and in this league it's a lot about the stats. But every once in a while you have to find ways to win when, it's, when it looks pretty desperate and dire. Uh, the fourth down stops, all mm, three fourth mm. down stops they had in that game yesterday was due because of Tank Lawrence's yep. ability to play not only the run, but to affect the quarterback in the passing game as well. And so when, you, when, you ha when you're having a little bit of a rough day, you always got to lean on guys that you know will go and make plays. Mm -hmm. Dan Quinn leaned on Tank Lawrence yesterday <clears throat> Excuse me, in their game. Uh, and I just, it just, every time I, I would sit down and watch him on the All 22, I'm thinking, if I had 11 guys like that on defense every single time, mm. we're going to do a lot of good. Because he is, uh, he is one of the, he doesn't get nearly enough credit for how he plays the game and the intelligence that he plays the game. You know, his ability to understand blocking schemes and what people are trying to do and the magnitude of the play at that right moment. Uh, it was incredible because the defense, we talked about it, it was going to be a struggle. 
It was going to be a struggle to cover these guys. The quarterback is the uh, Smith has the ability to get hot during a game, mm-hmm. but you know Dallas got after him at the end. They had to make some stops, and Tank Lawrence was a big part of that. That's really an astute point, Brian, because I, I think even on that final play by Seattle, that final offensive play, yeah. Micah's getting a lot of the credit for that play, but. What you got to notice is Tank Lawrence actually gets upfield, and him getting upfield creates the problem where the running back can't release out into the flat. Because everybody's like, man, why would you leave Micah unblocked? I actually thought it was a great play call. That's a great play design, great play call. DeMarcus got in the way, and he was in the way to the point where the running back can't couldn't get that release. And because he couldn't get that release, now the quarterback's having to hold it a little bit longer. Right. Mm-hmm. Micah's so extremely fast, he gets to the quarterback, and it just makes it to where the throws the whole play off. If it doesn't happen like that, and that running back's out there, and he can just loft it up, yeah. that's 20, 25, yeah. 30 yards. When, right? you, when you really when you watch the play, they run three guys inside to make it yep. for all the picks. Yep. And it's a, it's a play that is designed, as you said, Derek, to just run the running back over and just lob it, and then he's going to go up the sidelines with nobody there because everybody's carrying routes inside. And so there's nobody in that area. But all year long, Micah Parsons has been one of the tops in the league when when they they monitor the the get-off times, Mm -hmm. the fastest get-off times off the ball. And Micah Parsons consistently is one of those guys. But Tank's awareness to, to, to get over as he's filling. I mean, him, everybody was aware of what was going on uh, in, in, in that particular play. And, again, the magnitude of the play and what they had to do. And uh, great call by Dan getting his guy home. Uh, great job by Tank getting over and being disruptive on the play. And, and keeping to the defense, because as, as phenomenal as Tank was, and he most certainly was that as well, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't give roses to Jordan Lewis uh, also. Jordan yeah. Lewis had his hands full with Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, which was the, the guy that I circled as far as a, a big concern going into this game. And um, when it when it when push came to absolute shove and you needed a stop, here was Jordan Lewis <laughs> flying in with a cape on, not on one third down, but on two consecutive yeah. third down drives yeah. uh, where basically the Cowboys needed to get those stops. And that, that's both of those times, that's what forced those two fourth down right. uh, conversion attempts, which then failed in large part because of Tank Lawrence and that defensive line. So Jordan Lewis, uh, there were some plays that Jackson Smith and Jigbo were, had against him. He, he was getting off against him a little bit. But uh, when, when the lights got real bright and that pressure came on and it was the Ohio State rookie against the Michigan veteran, uh, it was the Michigan veteran who saved the day. Yeah, I love a challenged Jordan Lewis. Like he oh, is, yeah. he has that. that mentality. Yeah, he yeah. is a. He's the kind of guy where he does not shirk from responsibility yeah. and from challenges. Like he will actually step into that moment where a lot of guys, the worse it gets, the worse they get. Right. Like I think Jordan's the opposite of that. The worse it gets for him, the more he's resolved that he's gonna figure it out. And right. I, I really like putting him in those kind of situations. It was just fantastic ball from him to to end the game and just the defense as a whole because uh, when you talk about a. a a team allowing 35 points on their home field, it's clear that they had a bad day at the office. But it's also just as much about what you do when it matters most. So you, if Jordan Lewis gets those two PBUs and it's in the first quarter, it's probably of no consequence. But he got them when the Cowboys needed it most and when his team needed it most, gave his defense uh, defensive line a chance to stop them on fourth and short. And then, you know, circling back, Dak Prescott went downfield and he did the rest. Jake Ferguson, um, CeeDee Lamb, the CeeDee Lamb drive. Oh, my goodness. He animal behavior from this offense right now. And Mike McCarthy, 
outside of the one play that I really want him to never do again, if the opposing team is out of timeouts and you're in that third down situation at that point in the field, just run the ball. <laughs> yeah. Take 40 seconds off the clock and then make your fourth down decision if you're going to do field goal or not. Well, here's what we're going to do. I want to take a break and we're going to come back. And I actually thought there were four decisions, four decisions that Mike McCarthy oh, made yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. four decisions he made yesterday <laughs> that I think are worth discussion. Not saying they're wrong, saying they're worth discussion. I want to get y'all's opinion on these decisions. That's one of them. Yeah. But there are four other. There are three others that I think we need to talk about. We'll do it when we come back. DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from my next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a soldier to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say, give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks girl, better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back to the break. All right, how about this one? Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, December 9th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of AT&T Stadium, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and alumni, play games, head outside to the Miller Lighthouse, and even play on the field. And don't forget to get your photo with Santa and Mrs. Claus. Okay, this is where she makes the appearance. She's back. She's back. She's back. She's back. Uh, she got tired of being at home. Uh, visit ATTStadium.com slash rally days for tickets and more information. Welcome back. Second segment of the Break Life from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. The segment brought to you by blockchain.com. All right, let's talk about Mike McCarthy. There were a few decisions Ding. in that game. <laughs> there were a few decisions in that game uh, that I thought were worth that merited a discussion. Uh, and I'm going to go through them uh, based on kind of the timing of the game. And then I want to get your opinions on each uh, as far as where you thought it should have gone, whether you thought it was the right decision or not. Let's start first with uh, it was Seattle's second possession. Uh, there was a holding penalty. And Mike made the decision he took the, yeah, that he was he going to the decline play. the penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what happened was it was second and 10. They gained three yards on the play. Yeah. So his options would have been you accept it 
uh, or you, you, you decline the penalty and it's third and seven. That's what he decided to do. Or you take the penalty and you go to second and I think probably 17 because the holding happened a little bit beyond the line of scrimmage. Was it the right call? I, I questioned it because to me, I felt like at the time Seattle, when they get in third and seven, they were going to find a way to make a play. Yeah. You know, I mean, at one point in time, they were eight of nine on third down. Yep. And, I, you know, but I was like, move them back. Maybe you get a sack. You know, maybe you create a negative play. Maybe you get another incompletion. Maybe you force Seattle to maybe have a give up play where they hand a, a draw or something like that because they're backed up. But I was surprised he took the play. I, I really, really was. I, I just, I was like, just move them back because Seattle was at kind of a point where they were kind of converting third downs on you, and it, and it didn't matter the distance. But maybe if it was like third and eighteen or something like that, there would have been a different. They would maybe looked at it a different way. But you gave them third and seven, and for them that was kind of in their wheelhouse last night. Yeah, I I think it could have gone either way. I think it was just uh, my takeaway there is that it was Mike McCarthy, you know, and Dan Quinn having confidence in their defensive line and saying, okay, well, you know, we we figured that you can go out there and get this on this next play. Um, I I could see it going the other way, and you say like you say, Derek, if you take that, then there's a positive to that. Um, I when I when I saw it in real time, I was like, eh. And then I kind of moved on from it. So it wasn't anything that would have changed the game, the outcome in the game of the game from my perspective. So uh, I don't know that I was fine with it, but it didn't exactly ruin my moment, that kind of thing. So I see why he did, but I could see why someone would argue against it as well. Well, at that point of the game, I'm still trusting their decision. You know, like yeah, it's still early. You're still going into the game of several weeks where McCarthy has been doing a really good job yeah. at calling certain plays. So at that point in time, going back, what I'm thinking, I, I didn't think much of it. I'm like, okay, well, let's see. You know, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's see how this turns out. But we'll move on to mm-hmm. when what comes next. Yeah. Well, it actually it ended up not hurting them. That that was no, the drive right. where they That's ended up missing mean, so. the field goal. They did get in field goal range, but they missed the field goal. I will say I, I was kind of losing my mind on this one because it just to me it just went against the convention of yeah. how you would call a a football game. Like yeah. you take the the yards and yeah. especially when you're on when we're on their side of the field, you push them back farther and you force them to have to convert farther or you play the field position game. Yeah. And if they're going to have to punt, then you get more yards. I, I just, it, 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 it just it was a little baffling to me. If, it, if it's safe, it's a five-yard penalty, I maybe understand. But yeah. a holding penalty, something with you know more distance to it, I'd be like, back them up. Yeah, holding can be like drive killers, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean that's yeah. that's that's what they say. Sacks and penalties yeah. are the drive killers. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the second one. This one happened about three forty-one in the third quarter. Uh, he opted to go with the extra point instead of a two-point try. The score was twenty-eight twenty-six. They get the extra point. They move to twenty-eight twenty-seven. Did you feel as a okay call? I'm oh, laughing yeah. because I I'm, I sit next to you on the, in the, at the game, uh-huh. and I know how much this bothered you. Like, this goes against Mike McCarthy. This <laughs> not not to- this one. Not this one. Is the one before the- that. This oh. is the extra point. I wasn't really 
Well, I no, I wasn't really dying on the extra point one. I thought I thought you Nick. Nick I think Nick was stronger on they should have gone for no, two. No, because you were saying this is kind of what Mike McCarthy likes to do is find out early oh, in yes. the game, yes. early in the game, whether you can convert or not. This right. is where he kind of fe- fe- gets a good feel of what the team mm-hmm. is or, or how the game is gonna kind of go. So that's where. That's why I'm laughing because yeah, that was no, no. a play where you're like, oh, I don't, uh, well, here's I the thing. He it, what it did, yeah, try. what it did was it confused me about Mike because how many times have we heard him say, I the the way he calls a game is he wants to know as early as possible what he has to do. Yeah, what, yeah. So when yeah. you get in a situation where you're gonna go for two or not go for two, you'd rather do it earlier so you know if you get it. What do you have to do? You know if you don't get it, what, what do you have, you have to, to do? do? You'd rather do that than wait till the end of the game to get that two-point conversion, and now you're out of options because it's too late in the game. That's been what he, I've heard him say that multiple times yeah. in these situations. So I was more baffled that, like, this isn't what you've told us is your philosophy on this. So why in this instance was it different? That was my big thing. But I, I don't have a problem with the, the decision. I just thought it was weird because that's not what he typically does. Mm-hmm. I, I would have gone for two there. And – you know, it, for the exact reason that you just said, I need to know what I'm up against later on if I do or do not get this two point conversion, because you're going to need two points, be it now or later, given how the math works out. <laughs> so go ahead and, and give it a shot now, especially uh, because at that point as well, I mean, the offense was cooking. I mean, there wasn't much that the Seattle defense could do to stop Dak Prescott in, in those offensive weapons. So uh, especially on a drive like that, what was that? That was 12 plays, 75 yards. Um, that sounds like most of the drives. Right, and a touchdown. So, I mean, it, it was it was surgical. So at that point, I'm like, hey, okay, let's go ahead and get two. Let's tie it up, you know, 28 all uh, and then play from there. But uh, thankfully, it didn't ultimately cost him anything. But that particular decision, I would have gone ahead and gone for two. I think you kick it there. I do. And then I I hate chasing points. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those things. And when he I, I I'm one of those guys, too, that believe when you have the opportunity to get points, you try and get the points. You know, when you get field goal situations and stuff like that. So um, they had a really good two-point play that they were able to get to Cooks. I think they wanted to throw the ball to to Gallup, but Cooks came open quick. Mm-hmm. So that made a lot of sense. But I, I'm, I, I understand why he kicked the extra point there. Mm-hmm. Just for that. I, I, just, I don't think he wanted to chase points right there. Yeah. At Which I'm okay moment, with. And, and at that moment for me, and I, and I get the whole mentality or the concept of, like, you'd rather find out early rather than later. But at the same time, I personally, I'm like, ugh, I feel more safe. Well, I feel, he, like, just kick it. I feel more safe that way. And they're not, it's not, they're right there. Like, it, it's not like. He also knew, and you talk about a feel of the game, both coordinators had to feel that neither defense could stop the other yeah yeah he, he just knows okay if i kick it right here you know now that might be a reason to go for two that if you don't get it you know you're going to get back down there mm-hmm. but i the, the feeling the flow of the game i mean both offensive coordinators were anything on their play sheet was working yep. mm-hmm. you know so I, I i think kicking it was probably the right thing for yeah, him and i could definitely see mike having that standpoint of feeling like you know after that touchdown after drive like that which was another drive like that for the cowboys feeling like we'll take the one we'll take one because guess what we'll be back down yeah here. that's we'll that's, be back short that's, like, right yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be which, back short and they were we're probably not going to get that. a stop on our end but right. we're going to get we'll the be ball back, back. Short. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah so I, I agree with that part and i'm like and nick made a good point too he was like you know if if you go for two and you don't get it yeah now they go down and score which they did right now you're down by nine you're down by two scores 
so it, it's almost like you kind of have to play that part too. Like our defense isn't really making stops, so do we want to put ourselves in that kind of hole if they go down a score? And so I thought I thought it was the right decision. It was just weird to me because that's not what he typically does. That's right. not how he typically handles those mm-hmm. situations. Right. All right, let's go on to the third one. It was 108 left in the third quarter. Uh, score Seattle 28, Dallas 27. This was right after the bland interception. Uh, Dallas gets three downs and really doesn't get much. They're at a fourth and two at the Seattle 30. Mm. Mm. They opt to go for it on fourth down. They have an incompletion to Lamb this... instead of taking the 48-yard field goal. Yeah, Right decision, wrong decision. I'll tell you what, this, this, one, <laughs> this one plays with you because 70%, the metrics say 70%, you, 71% you go for it. Huh. 69% say kick the field goal. So there's a 1.3% chance here of going for it. Yeah. And you fail. So, you know, the 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 metrics you it's 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 weird. It's 70.7 go for it. 69.4 kick the field goal and 66.3 punt. So, I mean, hmm. that just shows you how close that decision was that he had to make. Me personally, I'm taking the points. Yeah. You know, especially after an interception you know, I'm 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 like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let them feel good. We turn them yep. over. Now they're about like they're about to turn us over. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not gonna let them feel that way. Yep. I'm gonna kick it down there. I'm gonna ball's gonna be on the 25, and I'm gonna play defense. Is what I'm, I'm gonna try and play defense. But man, the metrics are all really close on that call. Um, unpopular opinion. I freaking loved that play call. Oh, man, I love the aggressiveness and I love the play call itself because obviously Seahawks are expecting to run. What do you do? Flat right to CeeDee Lamb. Lamb just has to come up with that ball. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the rare drops that you've seen from Lamb this season. He quickly was like, my bad. Exactly. No, no, it was, yeah. it was. He yeah. knew that was one. Uh, Dak got him the ball quick. It, was it wasn't like, it wait, wait, right wait. He, he just threw it like on the line. So, so yeah. the, the execution from Lamb wasn't there, but the aggressiveness, I love it, especially given the tone of the game, how the game was going. It was just, hey, man after haymaker from both of these offenses and Mike felt away. Mike was like hey I'm not going to keep settling for field goals and I think I put that on Twitter at one point. I was like these guys keep coming walking down and scoring you're not going to beat them by you getting down there and you getting into these goal packages and, be, and settling for field goals. Like you're going to lose the game if you continue to do that. So in keeping with that spirit, I love the call on fourth and two. I think that that's, that aggressiveness is exactly what this game dictated. That's exactly what the defense gave you. And if Lamb comes up with that ball, then we're not having this conversation. And nine today. times out of ten, he does. Right. And yeah. then and then what probably happens is that demoralizes the Seahawks and Dak probably gets a touchdown for the offense, you know, finishing up that drive. So, yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. I am 100% in on, on that play call in that situation in this type of game at that point in the game with that school. Can't wait till Kirby Smart goes for it all weekend for Georgia in this game against Alabama and, and, and Patrick starts Kirby, lose, losing Kirby his needs damn to, mind. Yeah, no, Kirby, <laughs> Kirby's going to break out the big marbles. Break out the big marbles. That's the only way you beat Nick Saban. Big marbles. Big marbles. We will see every, on Monday. Every, every, we will have this conversation fourth, on Monday. Every fourth down call, Patrick's like, big what the hell is our coach right. doing? Yeah. Hey, fourth down calls are only as good as the result. Only. <laughs> it's only as good only. as the result, man. Only. All right, Amber, what do you think? Uh, well, now that you know the result of yeah. it, it's easy to say, hey, I would have taken the field goal and gotten those three points. Uh, but at the same time, based on everything that you've seen the last couple of weeks, and even in this game, between, between Dak, how well he's throwing, 
and CeeDee Lamb, the game that he's been having, yeah. it makes sense mm-hmm. why you would take that kind of risk. So call. I don't blame I, I don't I'm not upset by it. Yes. You get in points, however, whether it's six or three, you want them. But at the same time, I understand uh, completely the reasoning why he made that call. Yeah, I would have been more upset if he would have gone to a less reliable receiver in that situation. Like yeah, if, he, if he would have gone to one of his other guys that aren't as reliable. Like I see Maker, something like that. Yeah, like you know, somebody, somebody where <laughs> I'm like, well, why would he wasn't, he wasn't having a great game? Turpin, you know, he was struggling at yeah. times, and those are the types of game that you're like, okay. If, Let's say he throws it at him, and then he drops the ball again. Then you're like, why? You've seen him not catch the ball in this right, game. He wasn't right. necessarily having a great game. So I agree. If it had been somebody else yeah. rather than CD or even Cooks, mm-hmm. Cooks was having a good game, too. Yeah, the fact that he called up his guy right, and the play got him open. Yeah. Like, everything says this was the right call yep. because they knew what the result would have been 95% of the time. It just so happened it was the five percent where it didn't it. work, and so I I agree. Like I at the moment before the play, I said, "Give me the three points." Yeah. But a- after I saw the play itself, I was like, "I'm not so upset about that." He drew. A, he knew he had a play. Like that's the whole thing for me for play callers. Do you know you have a play in those situations? Mm-hmm. If you know you got a play, go for it. Yeah. And they had a play, and it should have worked. It just didn't this time, and that's just you know the human frailty, right? The the people not being perfect. Right. It's fine. Like that that call, I can be okay with. Yeah. CD, right. CD the one you can't be okay with. Well, we're about to get to the one I, I'm not okay with <laughs> under any circumstances. So I was 100% ever, 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 ever. The one we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to be. The All right. So so 152 <laughs> left in the fourth quarter. This game is razor tight. Uh, they they <laughs> threw for a pass. It was third and three at the Seattle 14. They had already um, that they they. they, they End up throwing the pass. They stopped the clock at 146. They could have run the clock down to right above one minute if they had run the ball there. I even, I'll take you one step further. Nick and I were talking about this during the game. I would have run it. And then if things worked out where I got Bingo. two yards, Bingo. I'd have gone for it on fourth down. I'd go. run it again. There you go. Right? Because that's, I, where, that's where I'm at. Yeah, because I'm like, that. You, that's a better way of using Kill your the time. game that exactly. way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Kill it that way. So what do you guys think about the play play call, the desire? <laughs> I mean, go for a pass on third down I, in that situation. I, I'm thinking I don't want to cover <laughs> I don't want to cover DK Madcalf anymore. Exactly. I don't want to cover yeah. any I, I, like Smith it, and Jigba. I don't want to. I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. I don't want to cover, you know, it's a minute 40 left. I don't want to cover these guys anymore. I'm tired. They've wore my ass out. I, I, you know, if I'm Dan Quinn, I'm like. You're talking like you were out there on the field running. But that might have been the conversation. It might have been like, put this game away. Throw the ball. Just throw it. I don't care. I don't want to have to deal with them again. I'm sure Mike, I'm sure Mike in his mind's like, I wanted to end the game. Right. And I'm with you. I'm like, listen, you know, we talked about four-minute offense Mm -hmm. this week. We talked about that ability. The Cowboys haven't been in a lot of four-minute offense games. And this was an opportunity. And Pollard was feeling it a little bit. And, you know, they got some surge. Uh, the the one time the line pushed him for like another four or five Mm -hmm. yards running. Yeah, Tyron just like. Almost yeah, I mean, him just, him, just yeah. everybody moving, and you're thinking, you know, and you get Zach Martin probably in the huddle, like, guys, here we go, let's get this, you know. But you got two plays to get four yards, yeah. And if you want to end it right there, yes, end it that way. But th- to throw some low percentage fade, 
and, and, and keep more time on the clock. If I'm Dan Quinn, I just start crying at that point. <laughs> Literally tears. Why are you sending me back <laughs> out there? I, I click over to Mike and I go, thanks. So much time Appreciate you, play. buddy. Yeah, thank you. Because I, I was tired of playing against those guys yeah. yesterday at the yeah. end. Yeah. I didn't want to do it anymore, you know? Yeah. So, um, but if you want to end it for me, end it by running and running again. Right. And if we get stopped, you know what? That's on That's on. And now us. we got a minute. As yeah. opposed to a minute 46, I feel a lot better about yes. a minute, right? Yes. I feel a lot better about Especially a when they got 17 yards on the first play. Yeah. They throw it and it goes out of yeah. bounds and you're like going, why did you want to throw the ball right there? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Um, I, Magic Mike was in his bag for the most part of yesterday. <laughs> he absolutely was. But I cannot be um, more passionate about the hell no yeah. <laughs> on, on that on that fade. In that situation, um, and we talked about it like before we went on the air, you, you run the ball. Yeah. Because they're out of timeouts, yeah. you burn it down to yeah. what, what one minute, one minute and one second. Yeah, something like that. Puts yeah. you in fourth and short, and then you make your decision. Right? Maybe you kick the field goal. Maybe you go for it. I just said I love the aggressiveness. I, aggressiveness. I probably would have gone for it. You could even throw there on fourth you, down because right. if you stop the clock, it doesn't but, matter. But right? At you're minimum, stop the clock you anyway. at minimum you have yeah. to burn those forty seconds off of their play clock. Yeah. Right. And I'm with Brian. It was exhausting to watch yes. Metcalf. And then, yes. And keep in mind, not long uh. before, Lockett had just given you a gift yeah. with the drop. Yeah. So you maybe that doesn't turn into a drop the next time. Maybe that's a walk-off touchdown. Yeah. So in that situation, run the ball on third down, salt the game away, punch him in the face and finish the game on fourth down if you're going to do it that way. But the fade route to stop the clock, if it, even if it had worked, I mean, I would have celebrated it working, yeah. but I still would have I mean, not like you liked one the there. decision yeah. at all. <laughs> I so. had visions the way these officials were calling pass interference, yeah. and every play was a 48-yard pass interference penalty. Yep. And I just had visions of that Raiders game on Thanksgiving that one time where Sean Hockley's crew just kept calling mm-hmm. illegal contact, DPI, 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 and you're like going – we can't survive this. Yep. We can't. We can't let them throw. I mean, we see what happened. They they threw the ball to a guy one time, and he got 73 yards. And it was the fastest anybody's run all year that dude was in moving. the league. He, he was, was, oh my he, was he was moving. He was going. Yeah. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's the, that's, the, that's the nightmare I was living at that moment. Yeah. You know, I just did not want to. Mike went um Mike went Kellen on that play. <laughs> Shouldn't have gone Kellen. I'll tell you what, play. you lose that game. That's though. a good way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, he went Kellen that on game, that play. You, <laughs> oh yeah, people would have been talking about that. Oh, nobody morning. would have been talking about anything else. Yeah. Those that press conference would have been Patrick Walker, uh, DallasCowboys.com. Uh-huh. What, what the was hell were you thinking? <laughs> what was your What was yeah. your thought process? Yeah. Yeah. And by the, the way, did, the did they ask him about that in the press conference? I was in the locker room. I was in the locker room. Okay, I don't know if they asked. So they didn't ask him about it. I think on the walk off he said something. Okay, but you know. I'll have to check in with Nick yeah, on that. But yeah. yeah, I was in the locker room and I was wondering if somebody was I assume somebody was. I was would hoping ask him somebody it. was gonna ask yeah. him, but then again you'd been like, Well, stop being so damn negative. <laughs> well, I'm trying to learn football here. Uh, yeah, my, my thought would be just walk me through your thought process. Right. I want to understand why you made yeah. that decision in that situation. And I'm sure he probably said we trust. I trust my guy. I trust I'm my quarterback. Try, I'm trying to win we the had, game. Right. We had been yeah. we had been driving the ball all night, right. and so I'm trusting that Dak's going to make this play, and the receivers are going to make this play, and we're going to get you know we're going to get the first down. And it, honestly, I don't know that the play was designed for him to make the throw that he made. I, I kind of tend. I haven't gone back to look at it yet. Yeah, it, I wonder if there was another place he was supposed to be going first, 
And and then because it wasn't open, he ends up just kind of throwing in saying, hey, I'll give my guy a, ch- a chance maybe to make a play. I don't know that or that was just the, the play the design. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Just run the ball maybe. I just peeped, uh, peeped at the transcript. No one asked McCarthy about that, that in particular the press fade. Because okay. nobody conference. wanted to be the negative guy. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, because it, it all worked out in their favor. But yeah. um, other than that, I mean, Mike called a master class of a game. A um, couple things he'd want back. That one, yeah, that's definitely one. Definitely one. Yeah. No, I a thousand percent agree with. Uh, thank you for the laugh, Brian. Um, and I shared the Didn't same. Did you get tired of playing same, those guys? No. I shared the I same. I got really thought. tired at the end. I was tired. I was, I was exhausted done. at the end of that. I was game. done. Yeah. It, was it was an exhausting. Yeah. Game. That was an exhausting. Doing post game really to one in the morning doing that. I'm like, God, I don't want to do this anymore. What you've seen uh, all throughout the game, that's a tough one too. How to rely. On the defense, which is crazy because oh, yeah. for the longest time, or longest time, <laughs> recent years, you've been able to have the defense to be the one that you can rely on. And then now you're, us as we watch, questioning, oh, God, can the defense hold up and make the stops when needed right at the end? And they did. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, based on the game, how it was going, you shouldn't have been leaving that up to chance on like what the defense can yeah. do for you whether they can stop them or not so high risk um i guess uh high reward because this up is and, and and patrick you're right about what mike did as a far as a, far as a play caller i think where i'm the most critical of coaches head coaches and not just Mike, but other ones. Know the condition of your team. Mm-hmm. Know yeah. the condition. If I throw my defense back out there in this situation, what could happen? You know, that's that's where the, I think we all agree about run the ball, run 100%. the ball. You know, and it, it, try and end the game that way. End the game by playing downhill. Not you know, and but to me, I I've, coaches sometimes they don't know the condition of their team. Sometimes you'll hear coaches say, like we'll give example for the the guy at, at, at uh, the Commanders. He's had two times where he had Philadelphia on the ropes where he could have gone for two and ended the game. Mm-hmm. But he says, my, my offense was exhausted. No, coach. Ron Rivera, you had a chance to end it right. You're not the favorite in this game. Right. You have a chance to end this game right now. Don't make your team have to play anymore. Mm-hmm. They played the best they can. It's not good enough today. Give them one play shot at it. Yeah, yeah. just give me yeah. give me one opportunity to end this thing so I don't have to put my guys back out there again. Yeah, yeah. and maybe that's what kind of sorry. That, maybe that's kind of what happens when you're having to do both roles of being the play caller and the head coach. You know, like maybe you're in that play caller mentality. I'm where glad you're it worked out for offense. him. I really yeah, am glad it worked out. Which for which him. goes to what I was going to say. We all, I think we all agree that you run the ball there. Yeah. Fact. Um, but the confidence, um, yeah. or I should yeah, the confidence that McCarthy had in Dan Quinn's defense to march back out sure. there after basically just getting, you know, dragged all over the field by yeah. those guys. Uh, and then for that defense to look McCarthy and Dan Quinn in the face and say, we, we've we struggled all night, but yeah. thank, you, you. thank yeah. you for giving us one more chance. Yeah. Yeah. Because if... Let's say the, the Cowboys do end it on that drive, which, of course, we would have preferred. Right. Um, then the story is only that the Cowboys offense won the game. Only. But at least now. I'll take that, though. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm because saying, I would this abs- defense is yeah, played. I would absolutely This take defense that. has helped me in a lot. You know, if I'm Dan Quinn, yeah, I walk, is, up, yeah, yeah, I walk yeah. up and give Mike McCarthy a yeah. hug. And I'm, sorry, I'm saying, hey, boss, we didn't have it tonight. Yeah, 100%. I promise we'll have it next week. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm simply saying yeah. in this situation, after this, the decision to make that throw was made, yeah. Kudos to the defense for saying, I see that you gave us one more shot yeah. at proving you right, and we're going to step out there and we're going to prove but you right. But see, so. Mike could have helped him by taking 
40 seconds off that clock. Oh, no, we all agree. That's where, we all that's agree where I'm that. like, we all agree if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm Mike, I'm thinking about how do I help Dan we right now. We all agree now. with that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the I'm one saying thing, the kudos one thing I to Dan to say, and his defense for not oh, making no. Mike regret that decision. Yeah, and the one thing I will say is, too, like uh, we're talking about that and we all agree on that. But the yeah. fact is, Mike probably would say, you know what? I trusted my defense, yeah. and my defense held up, right? And so how do you argue that? Because he's right. At the end of the day, as bad as they played yeah. throughout other portions of that game, when it came down to it and they needed to make a stop, they made a stop. Yeah. And so in that instance, he was kind of right. I, that was his thought. Now, again, I will never lie with more, the decision. He's a much more trusting guy than me <laughs> right. because I didn't trust the defense, and I didn't trust those officials. Yeah. I didn't trust either one of that crew. Yeah. Anybody, anybody, with all that time left on the clock, I didn't. All trust you needed was one play down. I didn't pass interference, and here we go. It's okay to trust what you got. It's okay to trust your team, but at the same time, is that self awareness? Yeah. You got to be self aware of what's yeah. going on and what's happening, yeah. and, and not place, um, you know, the ones that have been struggling. In a in bad harm's situation. Way, yeah. In a right. hard, in a, a worse yeah. position than I'm they had just, to be. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So we're gonna have to go back out there with a minute left, but that's different than going out there with a minute forty-five. I agree. Left. I'm just right? so that's thankful the that the Cowboys' yeah. defense in the clutch um, made it where the storyline for this week yeah. was not that fade call to CD Lamb. Yeah. So the yeah. defense they stepped in and they they cleaned it up for yeah. Mike. So sure yeah. did. Um, but yeah, Mike in that situation run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> run it twice. Yeah, there there you go. Real quick before Salt we end the, the show. And I don't know, we're not going to get to this second commercial break, but real quick before we end the show. Real quick before we end the show. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely my show. Blame the quarterback. Uh let's let's talk give me real quick give me an idea of what you thought of Michael Parsons' performance because although he hasn't really been getting the sacks all the time, yeah. he certainly made an impact on that he game. What were your been. thoughts? yesterday on on Micah yeah they they did it I felt like they did a pretty good job on him but the last play I mean they move him around to try and and, and every every offensive coordinator has to identify where he is protections are set off him so the fact that they move him around and the the teams have kind of figured out though get the ball out quick in the short quick passing game last couple of weeks what do we seen from the Commanders and then what do we see from the Seahawks kind of a short quick passing get the ball out don't Mm -hmm. don't 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 mess around a lot because of Michael Parsons and what he can do. But uh, you know, when you absolutely had to have him that last play, he mm-hmm. his he you know, he's playing all those plays and now the one play you really, really need him, he he really affects the game the way he did. So but uh but the he he is up against it every single week because of what coordinators account for with him. Mm-hmm. Whether you see him at the back end of the play with a sack or a, a QB hit, whatever, yeah. or you don't, he's impacting the game. Yeah. The fact he's on the yep. field impacts the game. It could be directly or indirectly by way of freeing up some of those other guys in yeah. one-on-one matchups and things like that. He still ended up yesterday leading the uh, Cowboys with pressures, quarterback yeah. pressures. He had seven yesterday, yeah. so he was getting back there. Uh, my only um, – Concerned throughout the course of the game is they just could not get home on Geno frequently enough. They were getting back there, but that's also kudos to Geno because he, he some balls yeah, he away. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, also yeah. kudos to Geno, like yeah. the one on the back foot yeah. where he just lobbed it, and you're yeah. just like, okay, Geno's in his bag. Yeah. Um, but uh, Micah, he impacted the game throughout, directly and indirectly, and then of course you saw what happened. Um, and also kudos to Demarcus Lawrence on this play as yeah. well. But when you uh, have Demarcus impacting the game like that, and then you leave Micah unblocked, you're going to get what you get, and the Seahawks got what they got. So, Micah, definitely another good game for him. Same. Hey, by the way, Sean Polite needs your vote for Fan of the Year. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, Sean so Polite? go to yeah, yeah. Sean Polite's our uh, 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year. 
uh, NFL.com slash fan of the year. Go vote for Sean. Go vote for him. He needs your vote. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap this so thing Jake up. Jake Ferguson uh, for your Pro Bowl. Vote. Yeah, Jake yeah. Ferguson, put him in. Let's do it. Uh, we'll be back on Gotta Monday. Take a shot to we the get face. a chance to do some uh, some some watching this weekend. Did you see him put that linebacker in a body bag? Oh, my God. College football and pro football. <laughs> big game this weekend. Good yeah, luck. Yeah, Thank it'll you. be big. Thanks. But Thank big you. NFL game this weekend. You got San Francisco against Philadelphia. That will be fun, and we'll get a chance to see. There is a possibility if San Francisco wins that game, then Dallas may be playing for a tie in the NFC East next week. Who wins? Oh, y'all want to call that one? No, we'll just call it next week. No, no, I'm saying who wins San Francisco Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a call. San Francisco Philly. Um, They're in Philly, huh? Yeah. Uh, Wait, are they? uh, Yeah, Yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay. Um, San Fran takes this one 24-20. San Francisco win. I don't know the score, but San Francisco win. I think their their passing game will be too much for Philly. Yep. Um, I'm with that one. And as much as I hate both of them, same. But you got to pick 49ers. One. Yeah. 49ers. <laughs> I've beat them up. I've thought all year San Francisco is a better team than Philly. Yeah, beat them up yeah. real So I think nice. I think this is the week when they get real the win, nice. and it's going to set up a really juicy matchup next week. And on call Sunday Derek for tickets for next week for that Philly but, game. But if you then need what to. also what also works is I Don't love tell anybody. <laughs> I love what Amber said to the 49ers just now. She was like, "Beat them up, yeah," because yeah, right. The Eagles will be playing the Cowboys coming off of about with the 49ers, whereas yeah. the Cowboys will have a mini buy going yeah. into this game at home against the Eagles. I no like doubt. it. Can I say something I real like quick? Sure. Yeah. Our fans did a good job yesterday, but did you see Dak try and quiet the crowd at one end? They're still learning. That's where all the Seattle fans Don't get me started. The Seattle fans did a good job. There were a lot of fans. We have it on the screen. We have it when Corey Miller, he's in charge of that, he puts it up, make noise. Like, you know when to make noise. And he also and puts you know when he says, quiet. quiet. Like, like, yeah, be quiet. I don't understand. But I'll tell you, but, but Dak was trying to quiet the crowd. And, <laughs> and, he, was like going, and he was Seahawks. going But that's because it was the Seahawks. The yeah, Seahawks, Seahawks end man. zone. Yeah. It was like a college atmosphere in their end. And he's like, quiet. And as he's I'm doing like, it, they're like, yeah, let's turn it up. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was definitely an electric yeah. Good atmosphere yeah. out there at AT&T yeah. Stadium. We'll be back there tomorrow, Texas. Let's see if we can get a win. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on Monday. I'll talk to you about what happened in the NFC. See with the 49er uh, Philly game. Until uh, then, for Patrick Walker, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleson. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com. Radio Hook'em. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!